Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. At the time of the recording of this show, the Omicron variant cases of COVID-19 have surged in the San Francisco Bay area. And I have to say, I've actually thought about taking just a little bit of a break from fucking around with guys, grinder hookups, friends with benefits, all of it. But do you think that I could make it to the end of this episode with that same mindset? Ugh, you guys, this Omicron variant thing is not letting up anytime soon. It's actually getting pretty fucking bad. In fact, I've had more people that I know around me in my life in the city of San Francisco that are getting the fucking virus now, this time, than any of the other strands from the past. It's it's really kind of fucking crazy, a little scary, and truth be told, like, I didn't think we'd be sitting in a situation where we're actually not going out places anymore, you know, post-vaccine. But what the fuck? So, one of the other things that's kind of crazy is that back when we went on our original lockdown, I was lucky enough to be in lockdown with my then-boyfriend. So, therefore, the sex was just happening all the time because we really didn't have much else to do. And now this time, now that I'm not in that relationship, newly single and ready to mingle, it would seem, at the wrong fucking time, sex is definitely not a fucking option. And you guys, I'm going fucking crazy. I don't know how anyone fucking does this shit. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or... Pop your prep pill and let's talk about that one topic of conversation that I feel is the only thing that I know absolutely not one thing about going without sex because I have to. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, and podcast host who's based out of San Francisco, California. Washburn here, and welcome back to My Gay Expose Podcast. And on this week's episode, oh, you guys, I don't know how I'm going to get through this shit, but for the very first time in a very long time, I have to actually be, um, let's see if I can get this word out right, celibate. Cel- yeah, celibate. Okay, I think I said it right. <laughs> It's just a word that is completely foreign to me because I have just never had to go out without sex for as long as I can remember. And I just don't know how the fuck I'm going to get through this shit. So hopefully all of this Omicron variant BS will be lifting sooner than I think it probably will. (laughs) Oh, God. And and on this week's Your Gay Expose segment, I'll reach out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, and ask how you're doing without the sex. 
And maybe even if you are lucky enough to be like with someone who you're able to have sex with, then good for you because that was me last time and it's definitely not me Ugh, this time. I definitely did pick the wrong time to be single and ready to mingle. Somebody out there in this world wasn't ready for me to start my mingling just yet. So it's a good thing I got a few in before all of this occurred. (laughs) Oh, God. So before we actually put on a Netflix catalog, go through everything and realize that we've watched almost all of it and we're so fucking bored and just want to go outside again. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's Re-Exposé, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh, fuck God. What the hell was I even trying to say? Oh, mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. So one thing I wanted to re-expose this week was, if you remember last week, we dedicated an entire episode to this very segment, that re-expose. And there were five specific topics that I needed to tackle because I had been so bombarded with all sorts of various questions, comments, and concerns by you, the listeners, in hopes to just, like, blanket statement all of them and hopefully, like, answer them. (laughs) At least that was the goal. And I don't know if that was successful or not, but I will say this. Those five particular topics haven't been thrown my way in mere excess as it has in the past, so I think it was somewhat effective. But there's one specific time in the episode where I mentioned that there was one of the five topics where I said that this is the last time I mentioned this on the show, and I'll never bring it up again because I'm getting so tired of repeating myself over and over. And then I actually realized that as I listened through, I forgot to mention which of the five that was. So for the very last time officially here on the show... I've decided to let you know what that was. And that was none other than running your mouth with Ronnie. Coming your way on Tuesday 2-22-22. And you're literally not going to get any more than that. Moving forward. (laughs) Unless I have to somehow like reference the other show on this show, that's probably the last that you'll hear from that. And also the subscription process for A Gate in the Life of Ronnie on my website on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. So you actually have to go on the website, click the newsletter tab, and subscribe with your name and your email. And you'll get a once-a-month newsletter with all kinds of fun and crazy shit. And you don't want to miss and I, the only reason why I'm just tired of, like, revisiting this is because I get a lot of people who are a little confused about the fact that they actually have to subscribe to this in order to receive it. And I get it. You know, you it's like one of those things where you just listen to what you want to hear and not necessarily all the details involved. <laughs> but that's it. In order to get this once a month newsletter called A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, you have to subscribe on Ronnie Washburn. Dot com. And you guys, you know what? Speaking of RonnieWashburn.com, as a side note, I actually just put up a new little page that is completely dedicated to me just rating gay shit. And it is called Ronnie Rates Gay Shit. <laughs> it's so much fun. You guys, it's so crazy. I've literally had it up for less than 24 hours and it's already getting far more attention than anything that I've ever produced on this website. It's so fucking crazy the things that you guys are so into. It blows my fucking 
mine, but they're just little excerpts of me rating things on a sex scale from one to 10, basically giving my opinions on, well, really just anything that I consider to be gay shit. So on the website, you can find that page with the three topics that I actually rated recently, which is a brand of poppers. And I rated Hellfire, Queen of the Universe, and my thoughts on that series, Pure for Men, and my thoughts on how that brand is. And I have another three that are about to drop coming soon. So this is just going to be one of those things that I just update on a whim. And just any time that I come across anything that I find to be gay, I'm going to rate it and put it on the Ronnie Rates Gay Shit page. So stay tuned for that. And if there's one specific gay shit (laughs) topic out there that you think that I need to rate, by all means, let me know what it should be. I've already got like Andrew Christian as a brand coming up. Uh, The end, just like that show. Ebony and Irony, the podcast. There's so much fun bullshit that I'll be rating on. Ronnie rates gay shit. And one last thing before we go, I just want to update all of you at random at an exciting new milestone that my gay expose podcast is currently celebrating in this very moment. As of right now, we have officially crossed the 50,000 total plays for the show. Like 50,000, like 50K, 50,000 people have listened to my gay expose podcast as we speak. You guys have only been doing this shit for like a year and a half. What's really crazy is there's another podcaster out there who I've become somewhat familiarized with over the course of this entire year and a half podcasting journey. And he actually started his show exactly around the same timeline as mine. So we've both been doing our shit for about a year and a half. And he just posted on his Instagram that he just hit his 4,000th listen for his show. You guys, I'm at 50,000. Like, that's nuts. That's insane. That's fucking, I just can't even believe it. I can't even wrap my mind around that. Like, I just hit 50,000 listens in a year and a half. And like, you know, I mean, I, before him, I had zero basis of comparison in regards to like where I should be, etc. But once again, I do have uh, somebody outside of the podcasting realm who sort of helps me maneuver through this journey. And he actually provided me with some statistics that said that a show of my age that is, quote, doing well for its age, unquote, should be at between seven to 8k listens. So 7,000 to 8,000 listens. I'm going to say it again. I'm at 50,000 listens. You guys, this is so fucking exciting. I'm so beyond over the moon. Just, I can't even put my feelings into words right now. But I just want to thank all of you so very much from the bottom of my gay little black heart for being the best part of this show. Oh, and I almost forgot one last thing since we're kind of bragging about how successful my show now is becoming. (laughs) Which honestly, guys, thank you so fucking much for all of the love and support. Like I have seen such growth in legitimately like the last couple of months. It's been nuts. I can't even keep up. But I found out through someone who like kind of helps me out with some things behind the scenes that my show actually placed, wait for it, 17th out of like 200 of the quote best LGBTQ plus podcasts out there. That's right. 17th, you guys, out of like two fucking hundred. The crazy part about this is, is there are so many shows on this list that I had looked up to for inspiration before I even got started. And they are like in the like 60s, 70s, 80s, etc. And I'm fucking 17th. Oh, you guys, this is just so 
fucking exciting. And now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go celebrate that shit with my friends. Well, after the show anyway. But, oh, you guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's so fucking rewarding to finally find out that your show is just taking off and going somewhere. It makes me so fucking happy. And stay tuned because I have not finished and honestly not even fucking begun. There is so much fucking more shit up my sleeve. So before we go throughout all of our porn and realize that we are so fucking sick and tired of jerking off to the same exact porn stars uh, and just ready for some real human contact once again. First, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Gas Expose. Welcome to this week's Hot Gay Gas Expose, where we try and find topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society. Or just shit that I want to talk about because it's my show. And that moment that we've all been waiting for after being saturated by so many different versions of RuPaul's Drag Race from all over the world finally happened. Season 14 of the U.S. version of RuPaul's Drag Race just dropped. Episode 1. And now we see seven of the 14 queens chosen to be on the show. And so here's my critiques so far. And without spoiler alerting the shit out of you on this specific episode, I'm honestly just going to give you one week to kind of get your bearings because there is very, (laughs) there's a very real possibility that there's almost always going to be a spoiler alert from this moment moving forward when I review the show. So just keep that in mind. But here are my personal picks for favorite out of these seven queens. I love fucking Cornbread. I just have to say, she is fucking amazing. And this little Miss Willow Pill, I feel like she's going to be the one to kind of watch throughout the competition. That's just my little hunch. Not necessarily my specific favorite, but I'm just thinking that this bitch is going to slay in a very different way. The queens are already underestimating her, but we'll see how in Rue True form, <laughs> there it's always the one that you don't expect at the beginning. The one that gets underestimated is usually the one that pulls all the stops out towards the tail end. But I'm really fucking excited to see how this season plays itself out. But I feel like the ones to watch that weren't specifically necessarily my favorite that were showcased this week. Are Bosco, I just, there's something about her. I feel like she's going to do really fucking well. And even though I feel like June Jambalaya is kind of like meh to me already, she sort of has that reputation for being one of the most well-known queens going into the competition. So she's probably going to pull out some stops as well. We'll have to see how all this shit plays out. And I'm going to say it, Carrie Colby, even though she's like an L.A. queen and probably one of the most well-known cast members on the show, she's really already starting to kind of get on my fucking nerves. (laughs) But I have to say it, you guys, I would fuck the shit out of Alyssa Hunter. That Latin boy is so fucking hot with the neck tattoos and all of it. (laughs) Oh my God, he's so fucking hot. And yeah, so let's just see how all of this goes. But you guys, I'm so excited for Rue. The U.S. is always the best. So here we go. Count on more RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 reviews from this moment. Moving forward. So I actually got my booster shot two days ago as of this recording. And 
you guys, I made the mistake of actually getting it and then working the next day. And I just have to tell you, I don't know how far along you guys all are on your vaccination journey, but the booster kicked my ass like in such a fucking big way. Like I have never honestly felt that excruciatingly sick and like I'm gonna die (laughs) inside in my entire fucking life. And I was actually at work in a situation where I couldn't leave. So I literally just had to get through. Oh my God. And you guys, the second I got home, just face down, didn't even undress, nothing, slept for hours. And I woke up the next day feeling significantly better. But I, this, just as my own little personal PSA out to all of you in the world, don't schedule anything the next day after you get your fucking booster. Oh God, that, because let me tell you, that was poor planning on my behalf for sure. So this whole COVID thing's really getting a little out of control and to a place where like a lot of Hollywood productions are just halting all of their productions. So supposedly the biggest story out in Hollywood is that Star Trek Picard on the mediocre Paramount Plus platform, which it's actually been significantly praised as a really fucking good show. And I know a lot of people are into it, but supposedly they haven't completed filming for season two yet. And they just completely put all of their production on hold because apparently over 50 cast and crew members tested positive for COVID. So my understanding is like any production related to TV out there is supposed to have these super strict like testing guidelines and rumor has it that they weren't really following them. So there might be some repercussions from that. And will we get season two or will it be delayed even further? We're just going to have to see how all of that shit plays itself out. So everybody is going on and on and on about the entire Andy Cohen slash Anderson Cooper New Year's CNN bash drunk hot mess bullshit. (laughs) Oh my God, you guys, I watched the fucking video and Andy Cohen was fucking wasted. But who cares? It was fucking New Year's for fuck's sake. Who fucking cares? But I guess people are coming for him because they're saying that he shouldn't have acted that way. He made some random and bizarre statement about saying sayonara to the New York mayor, Bill de Basio, and uh, there's all kinds of controversies sparking. And because people are saying the reason why Kathy Griffin got fired from this specific event was because she did something where she like, you know, something I, I, I didn't see it, but I heard something about she held up a photo of like Trump having like his head cut off or some shit like that. I I don't even know. But supposedly that's why she got fired from this specific job. And so people are coming for Andy saying that he should also be fired for being wasted and saying negative things about the mayor as well. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. There's a huge difference in like just saying goodbye to a political candidate that you don't want to support Versus actually talking about that specific candidate in the, like, form of murder. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it's just a clusterfuck. And there's people, I guess some celebrity, I forget who, tweeted saying that they specifically saw him coming out with, like, coke around his nose on camera and he should be fired. and Just get the fuck out of here. I mean, who the fuck cares? Andy Cohen was a wasted hot mess on the event, and nobody should be pointing a finger because when was the last time that you were a fucking wasted ass hot mess? Think about it for just a moment. And he's been asked back, so there is that. Lay it all to fucking rest. Worry about your own goddamn life. I can actually relate to this shit because, like, people come for me for the most random things, too. So I got you, Andy. I got you. And if one more goddamn gay reposts those fucking Britney Spears nude photos, 
I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. Listen, I love Britney just as much as the next gay, but why do all the gays think that it's okay to repost her fucking nude photos? I just don't get it. Listen, she's having a very woman-empowering moment. We all get it. Good for you, Brittany. Get your shit. But, like, come on, you guys. I'm just done with it. <laughs> it's literally been lingering on for, like, a fucking goddamn week at this point. Let's move on. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a Omicron variant infected sexless themed undertone, first, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. Are you lucky enough to be having sex with someone right now during this Omicron variant surge and explain. And if you're not, how are you coping? Because I'm about to fucking lose my shit. <laughs> so let's get all of those responses now. Porter says, I plead the fifth. <laughs> this, this bitch, that means he's fucking everything that walks by him. I know her all too well. <laughs> Michael says, San Francisco has been so crazy with all of these cases lately. Um, most businesses are actually closing for certain periods of time, and I just find myself falling into that trap of paranoia that's being spread all over the internet. But then I think, would it be wrong if I had a grinder hookup come over and we both just wore masks? <laughs> I actually thought this same uh, thing. <laughs> Lucio says... We met on Grinder. What do you think? Robert says, Really? With a bunch of question marks. Like, and I can totally read his tone too. He's saying like, Really? Really? And then he replied, Are you? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this is my most recent ex who doesn't really care about the fucking question so much as he just wants to know if I'm actually having sex or not after our breakup. I'm not replying to that shit. Damien says, I try really hard right now to not actually drink because if I do, then I'll just end up at some guy's house and God knows what will happen or what I'll come back with. Leslie says, sometimes there's a part of me who thinks to myself, well, I'm vaccinated. Therefore, why should I be bound by something because of someone else's stupid decision not to get vaccinated. But then I also have to tell myself there is the possibility that I could be carrying it and spreading it and potentially passing it off to others who are not. Sergio says, well, we had sex a couple of months ago. <laughs> Once again, this bitch is busting me out on my own fucking show. <laughs> He always, uh, anyway, he continues as follows. And I do have a couple of friends that I can have sex with who have been very careful in their daily lives and how they go about doing things. Plus, being boosted, I'm not extremely worried about not going out to clubs as often. And if it's a packed spot, then I'll mask up and I'm really not too worried about it. Kyle says, it really just depends on which head you're actually willing to think with. <laughs> uh. Reese said, take all of those clothes off, just leave on the mask. <laughs> Abraham says, sex with Grinder has not changed. 
In fact, on New Year's Eve, everyone was fucking at almost every single dance floor that I was at. There's been a unique surge in horniness, it would seem. (laughs) Terry says, if businesses are closing until after the new year, events are closing, concerts are being canceled, events are calling it quits, etc., I think we should all be cautious as well. Daniel says, I'm dating quite a few people at the moment, so yes, I'm lucky enough to be having sex. But this recent surge has put a damper on new hookups for now, and that sucks. Oh, you poor thing. (laughs) Jeffrey said, I've been with my partner now for about eight years, so even though there's a new strand of the virus that seems to be spiking We're still not having sex. (laughs) Oh, God. Kenneth says, Fortunately for me, I have a lot of friends with benefits that I rotate through pretty frequently. So, therefore, I just double-check with each one each time, asking how they are with the COVID testing, etc., before I come over to have sex. And this is probably something that I would recommend anyone else doing in this uncertain time. Mark said, since this whole COVID nightmare continues to come back and haunt us each and every year since 2020, I think it's high time for us to just accept the fact that we are not getting out of this shit anytime soon. So therefore, why doesn't Grindr actually put a little status section in your profile where you can notate whether or not you're vaccinated and or slash negative or positive, and then you can determine whether or not that guy is ideal for you? (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, except for the fact that guys don't even fucking put their goddamn HIV and STD status on that little section, so what's the fucking point? Hamish says, I have not had sex in two years. Wow, really? You guys, this is a friend of mine who is actually pretty fucking sexy, so this is really hard for me to actually fucking believe. Two years, oh my god. Peter said, thank God that my boyfriend and I started getting serious right before all of this bullshit took off again. Otherwise, I'd probably not be getting any at all. Micah says, I don't know if it's just coincidence or not, but I've noticed that it's been a lot more quiet on the hookup apps. So I wonder, is everybody else kind of avoiding it as much as we all should be? And then you get the message from that guy who just so happens to be not so worried about it. And you find yourself thinking, should I go? Should I do it? (laughs) Richard says, why not hook up with guys? Because after all, if they state that they're vaccinated and I know that I'm vaccinated and we both know that about one another, then we're not going to die and we're just gonna have sex instead. Am I wrong? Who cares if one of us has COVID? (laughs) This was a little ballsy to actually post. I'm just saying. Kevin says, you know me, somehow I almost always have a boyfriend. So I'm lucky enough to get sex all the time, regardless of whether or not COVID cases are spiking or not. (laughs) Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) And as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant clusterfuck of really just all over the place. It's really interesting to get everybody's fucking individual perspective. It's like some places you look on the internet and it's like super doom and gloom. And then others, people are like, well, I'm vaccinated, so who the fuck cares? It's really just so crazy 
to see that stark 50-50 split regardless. But at any rate, if you're having sex or if you're not, just please, by all means, continue to remain safe. Ugh, God. And with that, let's hop into this week's My Gay Expose, and I will tell you all the reasons why I actually can't get the virus because of my job, as well as the fact that that means I can't actually have sex for a while. And how long will this fucking last? I don't know. So let's jump right on in now. Oh, you guys, I I just can't. I am feeling so fucking dick deprived. Like, you don't even fucking know. This is worse than when you get, like, chlamydia or gonorrhea and you have to actually, like, abstain from having sex for, like, a full-on fucking week. This is, like, ten times worse because you just don't know how long until you can revisit all this shit. I don't know where you live in this world, but right now, in this current moment, the week leading in to the new year, we're sitting at some of the highest fucking COVID numbers in San Francisco in a very, very fucking long time. Like, in fact, they're actually saying that we've never really seen these high of numbers since January of last year, which is a really big deal for San Francisco because... Like I've said so many times on this show, we've been praised countless times by the Department of Public Health for being one of the safest and lowest cased large populated cities that's really tightly enclosed. In other words, we're like all on top of each other. So, I mean, it was a fucking shit show in New York like last week. And I think it kind of still is, but it is getting fucking real here. The fortunate part is most of us are all fully vaccinated. So I don't think death is really a factor for most of us. But the really crazy part is that we're like actually segueing into a place where everybody's just getting sick. Events are being shut down. Like people who are touring are canceling their shows. Shit's getting fucking real. There's a bar just down the street from my house that's open all the time. There's a big fucking sign in the window that says that they're closing until after the new year due to the increasing surge of the Omicron variant. It's just, this shit is crazy. And for somebody like me, like, yes, I want to fucking have sex. Yes, I want to go fucking hook up on Grinder. Yes, I need some dick. But I actually can't get sick. Because <laughs> as I've stated in past episodes, I'm in a situation with my job where I actually have to fucking show up to work every day. And if anybody like gets it or there's an outbreak that occurs at my place of business, we just close and we don't open. So for the f- safety of my coworkers slash boss slash all of it, I just have to abstain from sexual encounters for the time being. And I'm not going to lie. This is rough. I mean, there's only so many times you can jerk off in a day. Am I wrong? <laughs> Sometimes porn just doesn't really do it for anyone. But like... I just have to know, like, how do people actually go without having sex for more than like, like, okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, four days. Because, you know, those situations aside where I have to actually not have sex for a week because I've taken that medication because I had an STD, let's just take that away. Take that factor out or involved. I don't think I've ever gone more than three days without sex. And that's like a stretch for me. The worst part is that, like, all the fucking apps, it's like they're just right there on your phone. So you go on all these apps, you see all these guys who get so horny, and then guys, like, sometimes they'll send you pictures, and you're just like, oh, God, why are you fucking tempting me with all of this? Stop putting your dick in my face on my phone. (laughs) So I don't even know how this is all going to play out. Like, I don't know how we're going to, like, get through this surge again. I mean, I think we'll come out eventually, but like, this just sucks. It's just like we're back. It's not quite a lockdown, but it's kind of sort of getting to that place. Like a lot of the businesses around here 
are not open for regular business hours. I think the big scare is in the air for everyone in the San Francisco area and it's just getting kind of crazy. I've even noticed that the apps are just a little bit more on the quiet side lately. Either that or I just need to change my profile pic. (laughs) One of the two, I don't know. But I'm just going to say it. Like, Kudos to you if you're able to go celibate in your life because I just don't know how anyone goes without getting off with some sort of human interaction. Like, how do people do that without another individual? I just don't fucking get it. It's just, it's just lost on me. I mean, please, by all means, if you have, like, a way to crack the code and let me know how I could possibly do it. That's just a lost cause, by the way. I would never... (laughs) Oh, God, this is so hard. This is hard. This is hard. All I have on my mind is a big, fat, throbbing dick. And again, I'm a little bit like on the cusp of like a PTSD moment because my roommate just like recovered from COVID. So it's like legitimately just hit so fucking close to home that I just can't risk any of it. Even if I have like a weak moment and want to slip out or any, like I just can't. I just can't. Like even when I was trying to get out of my house when my roommate had the virus, like all of my friends who would like give their right arm for me normally were telling me to either go get a COVID test or fuck off. (laughs) And some of them were just telling me to fuck off. That's how like, oh God, kind of crazy all of this shit is. So, yeah, this is just something I just don't really even fucking know how to talk about right now because, like, I've just never really experienced this for longer than about a week. I even, you know, even even on trips, travel, all of it, I still find my way to some dude's hotel room or something and end up getting banged or something to that effect. I mean, I don't know. Like, can we just, like, hook up with masks on? Is that, like, a fucking thing? (laughs) Like, show up with a mask and don't take it off. You can take everything else off, but don't take off that mask. I'm literally at that fucking level! Oh, God. And, you know, I just have to know, like, how do women actually fucking do this shit? You see, this is exactly why I like being a guy. Because, well, and especially a gay guy. Because we can just go get fucked or go fuck someone, or do whatever the fuck we want sexually with any other one we want. And all we have to do is, like, just flip up a fucking app, and we're good to go. Oh, God, I miss it so bad. Like, this is, like, this is worse than fucking jail. Not that I would know. (laughs) But on that note, I actually would take jail right now, because at least if I was in jail, I would be getting fucked right now. Oh, God, it's legit getting to that fucking level. Oh, wow. Okay, so I, you know, I'm going through withdrawals. I feel like this is probably what people feel like when they do like those hardcore addictive drugs like heroin or meth or whatever, and they're coming down and they're fucking just going insane and like crazy. It's kind of what I'm feeling right now. Like, that is actually what I'm feeling right now. Even though I have no fucking clue what that actually feels like, it's kind of what I imagine that it is. And it's just like one of those things where everywhere I look, no matter how serious I'm getting with anything or talking to people at work, whatever, I see dicks all around me. Everything that isn't a dick suddenly becomes a dick in my eye. And I just can't get, oh my God, somebody please send help. Like, honestly, I'm literally at the point where I'm about to, like, set something up on Grindr where I have people come up to the door and we do, like, a rapid test or some shit. (laughs) Jokes aside, you guys, everybody just be fucking safe out there. It's getting a little crazy in case you weren't aware. Oh, my God. So how are you guys coping with all of this shit? I just have to know. Also, let's just be in a mindset of positive vibes moving forward. Let's stay safe. Let's 
like you guys this omicron variant is like so fucking aggressive spreading so much quicker and further than any other strand of its kind i mean it's just and i think it all kind of came out of nowhere and hit us unexpectedly because i think like i've said before on the show we've all been in a mindset where we're just kind of moving on and getting away from all of it and there are a lot of people out there that don't want to wear masks anymore and can't be bothered with it but it's like now you have to actually be fucking bothered with it i'm like i'm like all of that shit from lockdown is just coming screaming back to me in my mind and you know like i said on the show when i was in lockdown originally in 2020 i had my fucking boyfriend so we had sex all the fucking time so all of you out there who were bitching during covid for not having sex i totally get what (laughs) you're saying now I actually had a friend who was like, God, you're so fucking lucky that you actually have someone to fuck because like I am going so crazy right now. I can't even deal. And I kind of get what he was saying now. It's just so hard. Oh God, I don't even know. So, I mean, I legitimately have like probably jerked off about, let's see, like nine times-ish or something to that effect that I want to say today because I'm just so goddamn horny and it just keeps coming and I just think the mental concept of not having the physical touch of another man (laughs) oh my god it's driving me fucking crazy so this is my little vent so to speak on how I just am one of the most well-versed and confident individuals of all time, but I just can't deal when something so simple as sex is taken away from me. Like, what the fuck do you actually do? Like, to co- like, this isn't like quitting cigarettes or anything. Like, you know how people who stop smoking, they like put candy in their mouth to kind of like compensate for like not putting a cigarette in their mouth. There's like nothing that you can do <laughs> in this case. Oh my God, I'm so over this shit. So, Stay safe wherever you are in the world. Know that the Omicron is coming for you too, if it hasn't yet. And the new year is on the horizon. There's a lot of people who are tempted to go out and have a good time. But just be cautious, be safe, and don't be surprised if whatever event you're going to is closed. Because it's been happening like fucking crazy all over the city. Like a lot of my friends have actually been reaching out and like, what are you doing on New Year's? I'm like... Well, you know, I've been so busy with work and projects and shit that I haven't really thought about it. I don't know. What are you doing? You know, and I'm like saying this, hoping to get some sort of like invite to wherever the fuck they're going. But like everybody's events that they're going to are being canceled. And like venues are getting canceled. Parties are getting canceled. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Fucking again. So once again, folks, I'll say it just like I did back in 2020. Wear a goddamn mask. Wash your fucking hands. Stay safe. Stay in if you can help it. And don't be one of those people who creates this fucking variant. And we don't need another fucking strand after this to create another living sexual hell for the rest of us. So just keep that in mind that you're affecting other people's sexual pleasure (laughs) that's all i fucking care about oh god so what do we learn today boys and girls ladies and gentlemen Gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole fucking hell of a lot. Uh, We learned that I'm having the biggest fucking dick withdrawals of all time. And even though I know that I'll be okay and once again, once all of this like crazy bullshit sort of settles down, I'll be back on that dick, riding and hopping to the next once again. Uh, And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn 
on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. And by the way, if you listen on either one of those formats, don't forget to give me a five fucking star rating. Follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out my website, which includes my blog, A Gay in the Life of Ronnie, as well as all of my written work at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Exposing My Gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will drool over a picture of a dick a guy sent me on Grinder, and not act on it with you next time. Thank you.